I've had so much Norwegian black coffee <laughs> in the last days, it's like, they've finally taken out of me the will to say, um, excuse me, is there any milk? <laughs> oh, no, I'll try that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a hot chocolate. Okay, that, yeah, I like warm chocolate, med cream. Yeah, med cream, yes. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, where, where are we? Which what hotel are we in? We're in uh, Hotel Norge. Hotel Norge. Oh, hotel Norway. Yeah. Okay. So here we are in Hotel Norway or Hotel Norge. Yeah. Some warm chocolate. Yeah. With cream or? No. One with and one without, yeah. Uh, ordering a hot chocolate in Hotel Norway, <laughs> as I was saying. <laughs> and I'm here with, let's see if I get pronunciation correctly, I'm here with uh, Leif. Leif, yeah. Leif. Uh, what's your full name there? Leif Egil Reber. Leif Egil Reber. Right. Uh, who I um, met at Kimmerkollen College uh, here in Christiansand, Norway. Um, although I first met you in the, the UK, did I not? Yeah. When you were on the study tour yeah. uh, that Kimmerkollen take over to, to, to places like Oxford and, and London yeah. uh, this last year. Um, and that's the study tour for the um, Worldview and Communications Line, course, yeah. course yeah. that you're course, yeah. currently on. And then you've been here this week to have some more teaching yeah. on that. And I happen to have been here as well. So we've bumped into each other again and uh, thought it would be nice to come out and have a coffee and record a bit of a podcast, a bit of an interview, because you have an interesting uh, story to tell of uh, changing your perspective on life, the universe and, and everything that <laughs> follows from that. Um, so um, you would describe yourself as a Christian now. Yeah. But um, a little while ago, that would not have been the case. So, um, how long has this change taken? Where, did, where have you sort of come from? What sort of perspective uh, were you uh, inhabiting? Uh, I would like to start with the beginning. Uh, so I was in uh, in my family uh, was basically non-religious. Mm -hmm. um, we it, it wasn't hostile or some anything. It was just non-religious. Mm. Um, and um, the matter was never spoken of. It, it was pretty much irrelevant. Yeah. I had only a very few friends who were Christians, but um, and when we talked about it, um, I was pretty clear that I was an atheist. Uh, so uh, I also very often challenged them on the beliefs they had. And, um, not not very solid punch packing questions, but but critical nonsense. But also, how were their how were their responses as well? Were their responses solid and thought through, or did, 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 were they pretty? Well, that's the problem. Know, woolly, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because if if I would have gotten um, solid responses, um, chances are I would recognize Christianity as a, a plausible alternative mm, mm. but but uh, I could come with pretty 
dumb accusations and, and they would have no response at all. Right. Like, um, I, I could simply propose that uh, Jesus was just a bedtime story evolved to uh, or by, by one person who um, had their parents tell it to him and he started believing it. Mm -hmm. and so it snowballs over time. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and I would get no response to even such ridiculous right. claims. Mm -hmm. Like they, they would just say, well, I believe it. Or, uh, well, I don't think that's true, but you might. Mm. And, like, <laughs> why don't you think that's true? Yeah. Like, why, why do you believe what you believe? Yeah. Like, you don't know? <laughs> yeah. So, so your engagement with the few Christians that you, you did know at that time didn't um, recommend the plausibility of, no. of Christianity as a worldview yeah. to you. Well, well uh, uh, at least one of my friends was clear that it, it was... Um, it wasn't the truth he believed in. Mm. Like, it, it was true, but, but he didn't have any arguments, and uh, when he was mm -hmm. stuck, he didn't explore. Uh, when when I turned him to the wall, he would uh, turn around. Like, um, yeah, but, but, he didn't but, really want to yeah. engage in, in thinking through the problem. Yeah. Uh, if there was one, even, yeah, 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 yeah. And even challenging that that it even was a problem. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's been sort of frustrating, yeah. <laughs> in a sense, but well, also sort of a sense of well, I can just carry on as I, as yeah, I am. exactly. So, so to me, it, it wasn't. Um, and annoying. Or the, the most annoying thing was that they didn't seem to think clearly, mm. and, and they even seemed to somewhat recognize it, mm. and just well, it has to be taken on faith. Mm. So, um, so, so it, it only furthered my position. That mm. of course, well, uh, then I was even more correct. Yeah. So, uh, and I, uh, when I was 18, I met my first like intelligent. Mm -hmm. Christian? Uh, well, there was, of course, intelligent ones, yeah. but, but... Someone um, who thought about the issues yeah, involved, let's yeah, put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and he even challenged me on uh, the uh, beginning of the universe. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he did no Kalam or any solid approach. He, he just, yeah. uh, he, it seemed like he had heard it mm -hmm. somewhere and just repeated yeah. it. Uh, and, and had thought through the case, but, mm. but not in a logical yeah. way. Like yeah, it, he couldn't give it in a structured form yeah. to you, but he could at least point to... It, 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 here's it, an interesting issue, yeah. but I think there's probably an interesting issue raised by yeah. Big Bang Cosmology that you might like to think about. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I then uh, took... Um, uh, and um, we discussed the, the Big Bang Theory for a longer while, mm -hmm. um, and um, uh, he, he, he was interested in science, so, so he knew the, the theory, and I knew the theory, basically, um, and uh, we hit a, a dead end, mm -hmm. like, um, and then I realized that, well, um, 
The problem here is probably that we don't understand what the theory really is. Right. We, yeah. yeah. Neither of us know enough yeah. about this topic to really get to the to get to the bottom of yeah. it. Yeah. So, so, so my um, clear um, notion then was, mm -hmm. of course, then I have to find out what the theory really says, mm -hmm. uh, so that I can answer this from nothing problem, which was the right. basic problem. Okay. Um, does the Big Bang mean the universe came from nothing? And yeah. Does that make sense, or does it make more sense to say it came from someone? Yeah, we, we were very clear that uh, it made, made no sense that it came from nothing. Mm -hmm. So, so that, that wasn't even an issue. It, it was more, well, uh, than uh, we might have misunderstood even the concept of nothing, or yeah, uh, it, or maybe that yes. it had an explanation within itself or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, uh, so I started researching uh, the theory itself, mm. um, and I pretty much came to the conclusion that well. Yeah, they do have some speculative alternatives, like the multiverse and uh, cyclical universe was mm. oscillating universe was still uh, a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, mm. and right about that time, um, there was a magazine called uh, Illustrated Science. Uh -huh. I, I think it is a worldwide uh, one. And it, they had a special edition mm. on uh, the beginning of the universe. Uh, so I started cheering through, and they had all the multiverse and uh, oscillating. And mm. of course, there was nothing about e even suggesting it might be a possibility. Yes, yes. It, it was something else. Such an idea is dusty verboten. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We must not think such things. Uh, <laughs> and I remember even writing a mail to them, like, mm. um, do, do you have any solid evidence, or, or even solid um, notion of why multiverse theory might be true, mm. but not, uh, for instance, a, a godlike yeah. creature? Th don't those two theories, at the very least, seem equally kind of beyond beyond science, yeah. equally sort of metaphysical yeah, yeah, postulates? That, that was my point, yeah, yeah like... Uh, <laughs> Um, it, it, well, if you really could, um, if you, you're really stretching for like this mm. is hypothetically yeah. how it could have been, then, mm. then you could have also had a mm. god, mm. at the very least. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you say, well, it could have been a multiverse, yeah. shouldn't you at least say, I suppose it could have been a god? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and um, in my next conversation with, with uh, my friend Dan, uh, I basically said uh, that I, I had been convinced that the, the logical possibility really is mm -hmm. that the, it, it, anyhow you see it, I, I had uh, three alternatives, mm. like uh, either nothing mm. or uh, something which uh, was um, because uh, our uh, the, the Big Bang would spin back in time, uh, it would get to a point which would stand still. Mm -hmm. So that was my uh, I, I didn't even think that it could be 
infinitely moving. Mm -hmm. So 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 it would stand still. That uh, that was my physical theory, mm -hmm. uh, and it uh, for it to even start spinning and uh, expanding, expanding. Yes, uh, it it would need something outside mm. itself, mm. Uh, and then of course something yeah. non-physical. Yeah. Um, so so I, ha I have to concede that the, the only really obvious mm. so solution is that there is some kind of non-physical thing. Right. Um, but that's not necessarily like God no. or uh, the God of Christianity. But, but, I, but I did agree that that was basically what was meant mm. by God. Mm. So I, I conceded to, to, yeah, I could, could very well call it God. Yeah. Uh, but it had no impact mm. on my life. Mm. It, it was just another fact of the matter. Yeah, just another potentially interesting yeah. <laughs> discovery about the beginning of the universe. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. So, so um, it, uh, and at that point, I also uh, considered that well, if um, uh, if it made uh, the universe, mm -hmm. it might as well. If there seems to be no explanation for the beginning of life, that would be a probable explanation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, like I, I consider it could be ex explanation of several processes starting. Right. Because that's what it had already done. Yes. Yeah. So if you've used, if you've had to appeal to a, a, a theoretical entity to explain. One, one thing, thing in the best way, yeah. then it would be economical to appeal to it yeah. for other explanations yeah. as well to produce a. But, but I was also yeah. very clear that it, it was only if hmm. it, it eventually would, we wouldn't know hmm. what, why yeah. the or life. Yeah. Yeah. But at this stage, at least, you, you, you've, you've gone from thinking. You know, God is an irrelevance that I don't need to yeah. even take seriously or think about, and yeah. people who do believe him don't don't really think about yeah. their view of things. To, it's a it's a potential pl plausible theory that yeah. has some rationality to it. That yeah. But but, but I, I still differentiated me. I, I, I said like, well, uh, yeah, I believe in God, mm. but I have reasons for it. You probably don't. Mm. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I was still. Um, I was. Uh, he, my friend, uh, was did a pretty unorthodox uh, twist on it. So he he said, well, uh, if you start uh, calling yourself a Christian, you will um, you will actually feel God in your life. Uh, and um, since I was at that point uh, evaluating. Uh, Buddhism, Islam, and Christianity. I thought, mm -hmm. well, let's just get rid of Christianity first. Okay. So I took the challenge mm -hmm. um, and uh, started calling myself mm. a Christian. Okay. But that means more more than literally just calling yourself a Christian. This is this is a challenge to yeah. to try to try living out something of the. Well. the, the the Christian lifestyle described in the Bible, or problem here was he, he wasn't as uh, specific at that. Yeah. So, so uh, I just used the uh, the Christian uh, terminology, mm. um, and that that was it. Mm. Uh, I uh, at this point I still didn't believe Jesus existed. Yeah. Uh, I had 
no reason to check the Bible for anything at all. So, so it, it was just in terminology. And even when people challenged me when I, when I said I was Christian, I said, "Well, yeah, I, I qualified it with uh, I'm philosophically Christian." Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and by that I meant that uh, well, I, I recognize the moral aspects of Christianity. Like uh, I agreed with the many of the principles that Jesus mm -hmm. taught, mm -hmm. uh, though I hadn't uh -huh. read it specifically, yeah. I, I just knew generally. So this sounds, this sounds more like sort of what, what some Christians would think of as, as a sort of certain very liberal uh, Christian theologians who sort of, I, I like the, the social doctrine and the, um, yeah. the ethical teaching and so on, but I don't take all of that sort of God talk literally <laughs> about Jesus. Um, well, <laughs> very skeptical about uh, I, I don't the think sort of literal sense of any of the... It, uh, I, uh, I know that at some point I used the, the deist uh, mm -hmm. category instead, yeah. which did fit better. Mm -hmm. um, now, I, I usually, in retrospect, I call that my deist period. Right. Yeah. yeah. So... so um, um, but this is reminding me very much of the sort of the roots of of liberal nineteenth yeah. century German theology. Yeah, <laughs> which you're sort of recapitulating <laughs> in your in your experience here. Interesting. Uh, and um, I had a long time. I, I, for some reason, I, I kept on calling myself uh, a philosophical Christian. Um, but um, I also had that at that point, it doesn't matter if you say you're Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, as long as you do something, because that's correct. Um, and the, you couldn't any, say anything about God anyway, like any specifics. Um, so. Um, when I see in retrospect, uh, I, I would like to say that I was completely unbiased, but I still use the term at least. So, so, so I had some connection to, to the term of Christianity. Um, and uh, that was when I was 18, uh, so until I was 25, mm -hmm. I still hadn't wrestled anything with Jesus or the Bible or anything of the sort. Mm. Um, Did you have much or any connection to Christian community at that stage, no. to churches, or no. any other friends who continued the conversation? Well, um, uh, I did continue the conversation with the uh, guy I had spoken to, mm -hmm. but, but uh, he obviously wasn't an apologist. Mm. He wasn't. He, he had just heard one or two mm. different arguments in one setting, one time, mm -hmm. and remembered something. Mm. So, so that was basically was what he had to yeah. contribute yeah. with. And that was useful for you, but yeah, yeah. it would have been more useful if he'd had more. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and and that would also be my point that um, he, uh, he he didn't basically he didn't know very much, but he still mm. made me go from mm. uh, atheist to deist mm. basically. Um, so so you don't need to know much. You just need to point out a, a logical yeah. problem. We have to at least point to something. Yeah. Yeah yeah <laughs> that yeah. Someone can yeah. get their teeth into. Yeah. Uh, I, I would also say knowing an, a name like mm-hmm. William, William Lane Craig. Yeah. Like, okay, I have no idea, but yeah. but but I know he does. I know this guy does <laughs> yeah. know what he's talking about. Yeah. Go and listen to his you, you, podcast. You, yeah, you, you could at least yeah. check him out. Yeah. Like. Um, but and uh, when uh, I was, I, I think I was still twenty-four actually when when I uh, first heard uh, John Lennox on YouTube. Right. Okay. So. Um, yeah. For those who are listening in, John Lennox is um, a Christian uh, professor at Oxford Uni. He's a mathematician uh, and also um, trained in philosophy of science and various uh, various other areas and yeah. um, scientific and ethical issues, science and ethics issues. I think he yeah. lectures in as well. But um, who in recent years uh, became well known as an apologist in the UK, um, uh, particularly uh, writing a book of his called. Um, God's Undertaker as science buried God uh, and by um, debating publicly some of the, the so-called new atheist figures who many of whom are, are English professors at Oxford so that's the his sort of connection to to the movement um, yeah. so sorry carry on yeah uh, and I saw a um, presentation he had on uh, Big Bang and Genesis, mm-hmm. which was intriguing because that's the way I had, yeah. had already, already been convinced of mm. a God. Mm. Um, and uh, he did a pretty well done um, presentation, of course, being John Lennox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, but, but my immediate response mm. would be well okay uh, if it probably sounds great when you present it alone but mm. let's see if he has debated anymore right yeah, um, yeah. Good, good. What, what's the other side say what's the comeback yeah, yeah. That, that was my uh, obvious go-to yeah. um, lucky or unlucky depending on who's watching I or listening um, I saw a debate with Dawkins so uh, he by the end of the uh, debate I had uh, probably pro- uh, probably uh, concluded that um, he, um, well, Dork, Dawkins had no real objection that actually hold tight mm-hmm. in any way, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, while I didn't adore Dawkins in any way, uh, I had at least heard of him. Yeah. So, so since I had heard of him, I assumed he was a good thinker. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, had I. Mm, Known what I knew, know now, I would probably pick another debate, mm. which Lennox still would have done good in. Mm. But um, uh, when 
but, but when the debate was finished, I saw that they had just done another debate. Mm -hmm. so, so they did two debates. Yeah, they did one in America and then one in uh, in the UK yeah. in the Natural History Museum. Yeah, correct. I was there at that Natural oh, History Museum nice. debate between Lennox <laughs> and Dawkins. Yeah. So um, I um, and, and on. Uh, I don't remember which one I saw first, but mm. only in the one of them, uh, Lennox was challenged mm -hmm. on he even believed that Jesus existed. Yes. Uh, do, you, do you believe in the, the virgin birth? Yeah. <laughs> do you? And he says yes, and then Dawkins sort of says, well, I rest my case. So yeah. he's sort of, well, you know, how could you possibly have a rational debate with anybody who actually believes in Christianity? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. And, and, and he also, um, uh, Lennox also also pointed out that, yeah, well, if you think that uh, Jesus didn't exist, um, you haven't talked with, with many histor historians, yes. because basically all historians actually believe Jesus existed. Yeah. Uh, and he said something like, uh, well, not the ones I talked about. And he has, <laughs> he has re recanted that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but it, um, uh, that was like, what? I, I didn't. I couldn't get that straight. Mm. Uh, so from uh, that was like mm. my tipping point. Mm. Now I need to uh, check this out. So here, here is a well-known representative of the atheist worldview, yeah. who actually whose objections <laughs> to Christianity seem to hold about as as, as as little substance as some of those Christians that you yeah. met in your earlier years. Who didn't really know what yeah. what they were talking about either, uh, but but this guy is you know having a professional deba debate with <laughs> in public on something and is a well-known representative of the view and a yeah. professor at Oxford Uni and so that this must be quite sort of surprising. So, so uh, what I um, what I um, concluded then was that I need to to check this evidence. It didn't even it, it seemed weird even claiming that historians believe Jesus existed mm. uh, because that he was a religious guy yeah what well, yeah, well he would think that wouldn't he yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so, so I had to check it out and uh, I did a lot of reading um, uh, both like Bart Ehrman and um, okay, so not just Christian yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I did primarily non-christian mm. Uh, and uh, then I wanted to hear the Christian side of things. So uh, it, it, it held its own, in, and it, it was much more coherent, much more um, like they, they didn't escape as many uh, problems they had. Um, uh, and I did realize that our most solid um, historical documents are also made by Christians. So, so it's uh, from an atheist perspective, uh, it's only natural that you would have some more problems to explain. Uh, but, but uh, it's still like uh, even when I was as skeptical as I could. Uh, fairly be. I, I didn't think the um, skeptics could could hold their own. Um, and 
uh, then I pretty much decided that yeah, well, now I need to take this really seriously. Mm -hmm. um, and it took only like a month from then on mm -hmm. until I was probably or uh, I said straight out that yeah now I'm a, I am a Christian and uh, I really believe in the Christian God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and, and, and from then on, I've been obsessed with apologetics. Uh, I've read enough. <laughs> oh no, of course not enough. But but <laughs> to the making, to the making and reading of books, there is no end. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, first off, it, it took a very long time from I uh, said, well, now I'm a proper Christian. Uh, to, um, or I've had to wrestle uh, in every single case I had differed on before, mm. and I, there's probably remnants mm. still. Sure. Um, so um, uh, it's only when it, mm. it comes to my realization I, mm. I need to mm. struggle with it. And, you can't change everything at once. No, great. No, it's going to be it's going to be like a, a ripple effect, isn't yeah. it? Dropping a, a the stone of of gosh, God and Jesus, and you know that's yeah. real. That stone drops in the pond, but then there are going to be ripples. Yeah. So so, so at, the, at the beginning when I uh, um, had accepted Jesus, I uh, still wasn't even sure about any supernatural phenomenon. Or, it, it, it still was like uh, okay. At least now I have to open up for it. But mm. but it, I'm I'm not sure it makes mm -hmm. sense mm. still. Mm. Um, so presumably you you believe that I mean supernatural phenomenon in, in as much as you believe there was a God and that Jesus was yeah. God incarnate and yeah. that when at least at the very least that he rose from the dead. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Thought yeah, that he yeah, worked yeah, miracles yeah. when he was so, there. So but but that maybe those those kind of things don't happen now. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it's a, like that's yeah. just the past. Yeah, and now are and, we? Yeah, and, and uh, my um, uh, when I said that I ac accepted uh, Jesus, that there was that I actually um, uh, said that yeah, it, it he by all probability actually rose from the dead. Mm. Being God, so of course some supernatural, but but how involved is he in the world now? And how involved in my life? Is in he my life, especially, yeah, yeah. yeah I think, so, and when you make that shift from not only well, I, I believe that Jesus was all that, <laughs> yeah. Then comes this sort of, so am I going to believe in him? What what is trusting my life yeah. to this? Guy that you know until recently was just this potential historical figure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to me. Yeah. I mean that's quite a radical yeah. change to go through, isn't it? And um, that that was basically the first time I opened the Bible to to even not just or to, to just read what does it say. Right. Yeah. Like. Uh, does it have anything to say to me, mm. or does it have anything to say in general? Mm. Like, 
uh, not just a historical yeah. text or not just um, some rambling in some foreign religion. <laughs> so, and, and I, I, I wouldn't say I had any uh, like clear from the sky. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there was no heavenly spotlight, no. and the choirs of angels didn't didn't materialize around you. But, no, but, yeah. but but when I read it, I, I was uh, way I was convinced that this is something I need to know, and need to hear, and need to uh, be told. So, like it, it started becoming more guidelines than, um, and I didn't. Need even properly know what the guidelines were, so that was basically was I what I was trying to find out, um, and um, uh, while well, I still didn't have, it took uh, a very long time before I like can consider that yes, I felt God. Uh, Probably more than a year from then. Mm -hmm. um, but but in the meanwhile, I, I was still um, I, I was still trying to um, to properly understand what what is it that follows with what I now believe. Mm -hmm. um, what follows logically and what follows traditionally, mm -hmm. because. Um, I did somewhat. Uh, I was, of course, very skeptical of mm. tradition, which was not based in the Bible. But yeah. Um, uh, so I want to separate the two, and mm. then maybe check the traditions. And I, I, I know I have a long way to go still on, on that. Um, but. Um, uh, it, it was mostly small changes, like um, because I, I was a uh, nice guy like before. So, so uh, in that kind of way, m many people didn't even notice. Um, but uh, to me personally, I started feeling more safe uh, in some sort. Um, Gimler Colin, and how that's this whole connection with coming onto this, this Worldview and Communications course that you've been doing. Um, how did that? How did that start? And uh, this is back to Lennox uh, again. I yeah. Believe, and yeah. This is an interesting tale. So, so uh, <coughs> what I did was um, after I had read uh, the Seven Days that Divide the World, mm -hmm. uh, then I was probably uh, sure that he represents some kind of Christianity that I want to identify with. Mm -hmm. But I had no idea if it even existed in Norway. Right. Uh, so, so I sent him a mail to, to ask if he knew any congregation or uh, anything that I could connect to so that um, uh, I could at least uh, have that kind of rational uh, approach yeah. to. Please put me in touch with some Christians who, yeah. who, who think about their faith. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And this is the, the, the importance of the, not only that you. The role that, that his debates that were online and so on played in, in helping you mm. arrive at faith, but his accessibility through through just being able to send him an email to his yeah. website and that he would 
respond back and yeah. you know someone in Norway can contact someone in Oxford and yeah yeah and, and uh, uh, the response I got was that um, yeah uh, and uh, NLA was uh, a place to go uh, and I hadn't hadn't even said where I lived uh, so, so so I was just asking in Norway in general uh, and it just happened to be in the city I live yeah so, so the, the one place uh, he actually mentioned was the place where I live so, so <laughs> Um, well, that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so um, uh, just about a year later, I started at uh, at Emmeladen. Um and I had a, a, several times in between. I had um, met other people who recommended Emily uh, also. So, um, but but I was still not in any Christian congregation or uh, any such kind of. Uh, I, I had realized that. Uh, by listening to James White, uh, which is also an uh, apologist. Um, uh, one of his podcasts where he, he actually had a, a guest speaker um, uh, really uh, emphasized the, the importance of actually having a Christian community. Uh, and I hadn't really realized the importance yeah, of it. The, the cult communal aspect. Yeah, I, I thought I, I could just stay Christian yeah. in front of YouTube. Uh, yeah. And podcasts. Yeah. Why? Uh, I can already uh, listen and get all the defeat I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> and, and also, I, I did um, uh, speak with others on it. So, so, so I wanted to, to spread the, the truth, but, but I didn't think I need a Christian community, and especially since much of my association with uh, congregations was that, well, they don't think things through. So, so what, what would they do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but you got you got in contact with with um, NLA and, and Gimbal College here in Kristiansand. Yeah. And then um, we met people like uh, Morgan, who Morgan Dahl, who. Takes a large role in that course, and uh, Bjorn Hindraker, and um, started coming to. Um, do, are you just kind of doing this particular course module whilst doing other things in life, or yeah, much sort of? Are you splitting yourself between college and work and those kind of things? Like, um, uh, I uh, did work full time um, security guard vector. Uh, you know the concept, like more cop. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so um, uh, that's my job, and I kept on going when still in the school. Uh, also did some th some work in uh, our kindergarten, uh, and um, I uh, have been working. Uh, 
in uh, security guard all until March now, uh, when I realized that uh, since I do double course this uh, this semester, uh, so, so I do a year in and a half a year. Oh, so, okay. so, so a bit too much to try and squeeze in. Yeah, yeah. yeah then, I, the then I realized that okay, maybe uh, I need to prioritize. Uh, so, so yeah. Okay. And, and how have you found the course? And, and give a little bit of a description of of what that sort of course involves. Tell people a little bit about it and, and how you know. Has it, hopefully, it's been useful yeah. and encouraging. And uh, tell people about how sort of. So, so uh, the official name is. Um, Communication and worldview, but it also has a subtitle of and Christian apologetics, which uh, I was mostly concerned with Christian apologetics. Um, I realized even going into the course that uh, I had something to learn in uh, communication and worldview, uh, but but it wasn't. It was clear that that wasn't my um, intention to. to uh, say the least, but but uh, even from the first three days of seminars, um, I was uh, really uh, happy to to see the whole thinking behind the course, um, the um, connection or, or and the logical implication which lies underlies the entire course um, yeah and, and as I have kept on it it, um, it has made me more interested in especially communication because um, I, I knew that I had much to go on there um, both in terms of um, like the Theory, but also in in mm. real practice. Yeah, uh, and the course com combines. Yeah, the theory it, it, it's a it's a uh, very full course. Mm. Uh, so so um, it does, ha especially in the first week, we even had some drama and mm -hmm. like uh, to to really this is more of what communication is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's not not just about le learn this argument for the uh, oh, no. you know for God from the Big Bang and uh, present it uh, with the bullet points on a on a, on a PowerPoint. It's, it's like we're going to talk yeah. about apologetics <laughs> and, and drama and, yeah. and film and yeah. uh, it's, it's, all it's sorts a, of things. It's very focused on uh, youth culture mm. and um, the media also. Mm. Um, and while uh, I personally thought that. I had, I knew much of like the stuff there. Um, I realized I didn't. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so that was great. That was great. <laughs> uh, it's a very. I, I, uh, I keep repeating that it's a, a very complete course, but 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 it, it's because it really is. <laughs> um, you do uh, sit. Um, like uh, no matter which part of this you actually wanted or, or was most interested in, uh, you probably will benefit greatly from all the other elements. So, so even if communication was your main uh, 
having world view is great. Yeah. <laughs> because that really helps your, your yeah. communication. I mean, yeah. we're listening to um, Tony Watkins, who um, also works part-time for, for NLA like I do, um, talking about communication theory the other evening and talking about how understanding, not only understanding you know, your worldview and what you want to communicate, but understanding the worldview of the, the audience and the yeah. specific target audience that you're talking to. Yeah. So that you you think through not only what am I going to say, but how is it likely that they're going to hear what I say? What are their misunderstandings probably going to be because of where they're coming from, yeah. uh, and so on? So yeah, putting these this context together of the worldview, the communication theory, the apologetics, yeah. the media, yeah. different channels, ways of expressing ideas, and so on. Yeah. And, and also, yeah, the, the media is very. Uh, like, uh, I don't think we have had any course that it's specifically on media, but it has been in all the courses because it's relevant in all courses. Yeah. So, spread it through. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you enjoyed meeting the, the other students yeah, on the yeah, course yeah. and found some friendships uh, there? And uh, as you said uh, initially, we, we were on a um, class trip to, to Oxford and. Uh, uh, Labrie? Yeah, um, Labrie, um, the, um, there's a branch of Labrie, the Francis Schaeffer um, movement uh, in Hampshire, uh, the county of England that I live in. Uh, and a number of years the study tour has, has stayed there for part of the study tour. I've done some teaching there. Um, other years I've been up to, to London, uh, where you stay in the, um, uh, the YMCA in London. Uh, <laughs> and also going to visit Oxford and uh, meet different Christian scholars from yeah. around the country as, as you do that. And I guess going to Oxford, you probably get C.S. Lewis mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, did you, did you like, uh, were you able to like meet John Lennox? You know, sometimes no. they've had John Lennox and Oxford yeah, I, and all I know. on the tour. Yeah, they did say that uh, he had been in the uh, program, but but he, I wouldn't be meeting him. Uh, so um, I was really hoping to. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But but um, yeah, the, the since we're not very uh, many in the course, um, we get uh, great uh, conversations both in like the between classes yeah. and also. So, uh, like on the trip, uh, it, we had so many great uh, conversations. Yeah. Uh, how many people go on the class or go on the trip? I think we were twelve uh, <laughs> in in uh, England, and uh, now I think we are twelve-ish again, ten, twelve-ish. Uh, but but it, yeah. it, it, many people have been uh, replaced or. Um, some have, uh, like one is studying medicine in Oslo, so he can't do both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't get to all, yeah. the, all, all of the meetups, but yeah. does, the, does the reading at home, yeah. Thing. yeah. <coughs> Uh, yeah. But so when, when you do turn up, you do get quite a lot of individual yeah. attention and time and mm. and input and discussion. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, uh, and it's also very different people. Uh, so like me, who uh, is very apologetic centered, um, can meet uh, people I would probably never uh, met anywhere else. Like. Um, and um, we can have so much to learn from each other. Yeah. Uh, so so it, it has been very rewarding me, uh, for me in uh, several different ways. Not not only because of the great teaching and such personal development yeah. as well as yeah academic development. Yeah. So what are some of the were some of the highlights of the of the course so far of the study tour? And uh, yeah, I, I won't be paying you any extra for saying <laughs> it was your it was your teaching piece. Your, no. <laughs> Gen- generally, what yeah. what's what's kind of stood out for you? Is well, wh- while I liked your uh, logic um, uh, teaching, uh, I I didn't know much of that uh, from before. So um, my. Uh, two highlights was uh, Labrie mm-hmm. as in the concept and uh, great discussions we had there and such and also being in uh, uh, Hyde Park mm-hmm. um, it's, it's speakers going to visit yeah, speakers it's, it's, corner, it's, speakers right? corner Hyde yeah. Park. so so um, they're pretty opposite <laughs> of each other yeah. one is a sort of uh, quiet communal retreat centre yeah. and the other is uh, a well known uh, bastion of free speech and uh, uh, public debate and dialogue yeah. uh, between um, differing viewpoints of all sorts, religious, political and, and so on. Yeah. So yeah, very one end of the scale to the other. Yeah, but, but, but it, it was generally, uh, genuinely my, my two best uh, yeah. moments. Uh, and on, uh, in Hyde Park we, uh, I talked with one of the most renowned Muslims who are there so I had a really great discussion. He, he pinpointed me at several points. And, um, that was great. <laughs> so, so I learned much. <laughs> uh, and I learned much going from there too. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's not just a, a sort of um, a retreat into a Christian protective bubble where we just tell no. you the Christian view of things and actually there, there is a, a genuine interest in, in, in engaging with different viewpoints yeah. uh, and engaging with them directly as well as not just through a sort of Christian uh, filter yeah. uh, as it were, that's interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. have some more have yeah. some more drink <laughs> Uh, I see this uh, article in the campus magazine, uh, the NLA uh, magazine features this article on, on you in this, uh, which, uh, uh, November to December 2015 oh. edition. I presume you know that you know this. Oh ah, yeah, right. Well, I, I, didn't know, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know it was in there. Oh, I, it's in there. It's yeah, in there. it's another so, place too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So, for, for atheist still apologetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for atheist still Yeah. It's a nice uh, picture of you in a little article in the campus mag. <laughs> I discovered that today as I was <laughs> on the campus. Okay. 
what what has really changed for me, uh, or uh, one of the best things um, now has been the connections I've got from the chorus. Uh, so like um, uh, now um, from uh, or before January, uh, I had never spoken at least voluntary <laughs> in front of people. Uh, yeah. uh, and while it has been what I wanted to do the last year, uh, I've um, I've never had any kind of uh, opportunity, or, or I even uh, I didn't even think I could. <laughs> like um, when I was in um, school, uh, I really, really disliked standing in front of people. So um, there's been a total change, both in um, confidence, but also in, in uh, a safety, inner safety, uh, which uh, now makes me... Uh, that, that's one specific thing that would have uh, changed. Um, uh, so... Uh, from January on, I suddenly got, got a whole lot of uh, speaking engagements. Uh, so, uh, and varying from uh, like at NLA uh, in a secular class um, in front of journalist students, which should be able to ask questions. questions? Yeah. You would, you would hope. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so that was was interesting yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to like um, pensive and do no uh, uh, charismatic right yes yeah. uh, to a very charismatic Bible school uh -huh. um, which is not the same <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but uh, they did post uh, questions and such so so it was not what I meant but uh, it was very different kind of setting uh, and like um, I, I've also been to the uh, humanist uh, yeah Humanist, yeah, 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 Youth Humanist uh, Association. Uh -huh. it, it was uh, a friend of mine who uh -huh. was invited, and I just joined and ended up on the scene with him. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, uh, it's been a, a specter of, of um, yeah. And we were talking a little while ago about about Christian community and James White yeah. podcast, and has um, you know has that gone now? Has uh, meeting people at Gimlecon enabled you to find a, a Christian community that? That supports um, a, a, a thoughtful Christian uh, attitude to, to faith in the world. Well, uh, there still isn't a specific congregation in Christensen that would uh, yell out they support apologetics. Mm. Like, but but there is um, uh, movements inside of some uh, churches. Mm. So, so uh, while I haven't. Uh, 
dedicated to one specific congregation. Uh, I'm still. Uh, uh, I, I'm in the milieu of, of several uh, places, and I might think that that might be the best way to go on. Uh, maybe I haven't totally decided on it yet, but um, but but actually just combining the the uh, aspects and uh, getting connections in more than one place, I think, is a solid way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, eventually, one would hope to. The certain relationships with people in, in yeah. one context or another would, would grow strong enough that you would feel att attracted to a particular. Yeah, but, but if, um, if that goes in, in several directions, yeah. Though, yeah. that's the problem. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but I. Um, uh, I have also uh, been researching on. Uh, have you heard of George Barna? Yes, the yeah. Um, yeah, Barna Research Group in America. Yeah, yeah. And, and they promote some sort of uh, house uh, congregation. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, for now, I think that um, I, I haven't uh, come to any conclusion. But but if that um, if I end on, on that being a reasonable uh, or even correct way of doing yeah. it, that's probably what I'm going to do. So, um, but, uh, I, I'm reading his book now and I have ordered his counter book from um, Michael Brown, I think it was. Uh -huh. He has written a response book to his book, so, right. so I get both sides of the <laughs> <laughs> argument. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. This week I've been reading a book, um, Christian debate book on uh, four or five views of worship. Uh, and worship in the broader sense than, than often people use it to mean yeah. praise. You know? yeah. uh, but particularly they're looking at sort of what should we do in, in church. Uh, and looking at people who come from a very sort of liturgical viewpoint, people who are all sort of, oh, it's got to be modern music, and people who are, oh, it's got to be traditional music, and people are, well, you've got to have a blend of all of it, and you've got to do this. And, um, a lot of them sort of saying, looking at how much specificity about you know what a church is and what a church congregation should do, can you actually get from the New Testament? Yeah. But there are there are, and it seems to be agreement there. There are certain things that are sort of laid down, but there's not a great deal of specificity even about how you do the things that are laid down. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you can get, yeah, you know. But, you should meet up regularly with other Christians. Yeah. But it doesn't say you have to do it in a particular kind of building no, or no. how regularly or uh, you know, for how long. You should take take the communion. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't really take the communion because at, at that stage, when you know, when Jesus says, "Do this in remembrance of me at the Last Supper," does he mean once a year, uh, every? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Passover every feast? Yeah, or every day. Or yeah, or, every, or it's, it's every time you have a meal together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, well, there are no churches that I know that even do communion once a year or like every time they have a meal together. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but 
there's a general agreement, yeah, we should take, you know, <laughs> we should do this memorial, like we should yeah. pray, but exactly how not let down. We should read the Bible and there should be some teaching. Yeah. But you know, yes, for ten minutes, twenty minutes, uh, <laughs> uh, that has varied through through history and, and so on. So it's been interesting looking at the sort of yeah, what what is there's there's certain sort of foundational stones there, but there's a great deal of freedom yeah. would be a positive way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for Christians to decide and and to. Uh, to, to express that in a culturally appropriate way. Uh, this is one of the discussions about, or is, is, is that letting your pre-existing culture dominate mm. your theology, mm. or, or is it, you know, is it quite right natural for a certain underlying theology to be expressed in different ways in different cultures, and that's okay. Mm. And this whole sort of debate. So the whole sort of ecclesiology thing is going through my brain <laughs> at the moment, um, and the, you know, there's a great variety of Christian forms and expressions out there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, what's the phrase? U unity on the on the central really important things, and then yeah. you get certain secondary and tertiary yeah. Yeah. matters. And you yeah. know, should should the vicar be wearing robes <laughs> or or a suit or jeans and a t-shirt? <laughs> Not one of the most central matters of, <laughs> of, of, of faith, but um, different people will be comfortable in different. Traditions yeah. and some would be pretty dedicated to yeah. them all. Also, yeah. yeah. But I think uh, you know the the the, you, the life of the mind. And not not everyone is an intellectual. Not everybody yeah. has to go go away and study Bill Craig books or John Lennox books or yeah. whatever. But there is a call in the Christian faith to love God with your mind, yeah. as well as with your you know everything else. Yeah. It's, it's not more important, but it's not less important than everything else. There is a general call on all Christians in 1 Peter 3.15 to give a give a reason for the hope that's in you when people are sort of ask you awful questions say, why are you one of those Christ followers <laughs> I've heard that's dangerous you know <laughs> don't, don't, don't they feed you to lions uh, sort of, why are you still one of those you know, um, <laughs> it's not an easy option uh, culturally speaking um, so you know thinking it through and having some reasons and so on is it, it's not just something that's dedicated to a sort of specialist task. Yeah. They talk about you know there are the teachers and the evangelists and the deacons and so on, but there is a general call on Christians to to think and to give a reason and so on. So I think it is one of the important things that churches should be trying to encourage and equip yeah. Christians with yeah. uh, and not just an opportunity for singing some songs together on a Sunday. Has there been a, because it's not just an intellectual change, but these, you know, worldviews go, go with cultures, go, go with ways of life. How have you found um, the sort of culture, what sort of culture clash has, has there been in going from a, a non-Christian Norwegian who doesn't really care about the, the whole issue to becoming a, a Norwegian Christian? Uh, are, are there sort of changes in your sort of social views and uh, 
Well, I, I've also read it very dedicated to the fact that every human has uh, intrinsic equal value. So, uh, and I was already, uh, and it, it came from uh, free will. <laughs> Uh, which I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had already um, done this uh, logical uh, uh, ninja. <laughs> so, so, so I, I had, uh, had already decided. Yes, of course, I have free will, and that entails uh, we, uh, we all are worth equal. Um, so, so. Um, very basic things haven't changed that much, but um, for instance, I uh, while I still uh, take a drink, uh, I basically don't. Uh, I do very little, and when I do, it's because I want to drink some, not because. Uh, I want to get wasted, which is mm. the non-Norwegian culture. Right. Yeah. So, so when when you drink drink alcohol, <coughs> you you, mm. you are supposed to get wasted. Mm. Um, we have a very unhealthy alcohol uh, culture in, in Norway. Um, so it also entails that uh, I started drinking when I was 13. Like, um, but, but um, I was never like this crazy party goer. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I, I was pretty relaxed mm. anyway. But, but it has entails some minor uh, adjustments. Mm. Um, Mostly. Um, well, back to that, that, that free will thing, if we were discussing yeah. it last night, you, you said as, as an atheist you, you decided, yes, I, everyone has free will. Yeah. Um, but how did you square that with your understanding of what a person was within your worldview? So, uh, the, the problem, I, I remember in, in ninth grade we discussed this. Um, and um, it was because the teacher has had uh, brought it up in, in any kind, I don't remember the exact kind, but, but he had ma made us uh, aware that this is actually a discussion to have. Uh, and, and we did uh, for like three days or something. Uh, and um, during that, my um, I couldn't make it fit that if everything was determined by atoms and their law uh, abiding, um, there was no. Uh, way I, I could conceivably understand that um, from the Big Bang, uh, this um, when we speak, we actually interact with each other, and it's non-physical. But while you could uh, say that, well, it is uh, sound waves. Yeah. But the sound waves are encoding information. Yeah. Aren't they? That, that means things. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and that uh, it didn't. Uh, it, it would reduce uh, um, 
conversation to, to a chemical process yeah and that simply didn't make any sense at all so, so that's basically the heavy argument that okay so then it has to be something I don't understand right but but, but that can't be true it, it makes no sense yeah. it's got to be it's got to be more than just atoms in the void yeah. it's so, so I, I know a problem like um, saying that thoughts would be um, predicted in so, because then they would simply be random uh, in any kind of way and it, it would be a process that seems structured to us in, in some way but um, and uh, uh, two people crashing in each other make, makes still sense because they are physical and when they crash they need to interact like but, but the conversation was the true argument that really made me conclude that well this can't be explained um, if you reduce this conversation to the, the chemistry or physical, or physical law, yeah, physical physical, law physical, government interaction yeah. of just it, physical stuff yeah it, it <laughs> totally makes no sense yeah. so, so so I had to conclude that well then we have free will mm. or at the, at, uh, and I recognized that it, um, while not uh, the, the freest of yeah. wills yeah. Uh, it's still yeah. uh, the ability to, to make decisions and make yeah. Con- oh, yeah. consciousness freedom can come in degrees yeah. Um, but the fundamental difference is between no freedom and yeah. any freedom at all. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, so <laughs> e- even if we we had the ability to to make him one decision. Uh, or uh, change the conversation without um, there being any interaction. That that would, if we only could do that once, yeah. uh, it would mean we have free will. Like, um, so did this, in a sense, mean that, that from ninth grade you were sceptical about a, a sort of materialist, naturalistic worldview, but but you were you were still an atheist yeah. at that stage. The, the problem was uh, no one challenged me properly on it. So uh, while we did discuss it for a long time, there was no Christians in the discussion. There was no everyone was atheists. Yeah. So so yeah. why would we even uh, question yeah. that it was yeah. possible? Does this discussion have any implications for this yeah. other worldview yeah. issue? Yeah. And, and, and on the agenda. Yeah. And no one, um, no one uh, ever challenged. I I I don't know if I ran around saying. Well, we do have free will, yeah. but 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 no one uh, ever questioned me on it. So, so I didn't need to reflect on it in a bigger yeah. sense. I, I just knew that okay, there has to be some process I don't understand in the brain. Yeah. So so, so it stopped there. Yeah, right. I didn't think it. No one was, no was yeah. pushing you to think through the, the trace the consequences yeah. of that through your 
worldview structure. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Yeah. But did you did you as, as you then started later on in, in life getting serious about the God question? Did that sort of did that avenue of thought come back to importance in your thinking? Actually, when when um, when I uh, first became the deist, um, I didn't uh, connect them immediately. But but I, I, I don't remember exactly when I did, but, but at some point, yeah. oh yeah, of course, then it makes sense. Yeah. So, so I had already said that he yeah, might have sparked life, but, but at some point I also connected, yeah, it makes sense now. Right. He had created free will. Yeah. 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 Because there's a being who, who, just by his fundamental nature, yeah. has is a person and has free will yeah. and isn't isn't material and so isn't yeah. governed by laws of physics and yeah. So uh, so, so uh, I did realize that oh this does make make sense but but uh, it wasn't at that point it wasn't right. later. Yeah. yeah. So the, but those individual separate lines of thought did kind of connect. Yeah. So, well, thanks very much, uh, uh, Leif. It's been lovely chatting to you here in the, in the hot chocolate festooned uh, restaurant of the Norway Hotel in Christiansand. And uh, I wish you all the best as your course continues. Thank you. And hope that we will um, bump into each other again. Uh, yeah. At least online, if, if not yeah. in real life as well. Online is real life as well. Yeah, yeah of it's, course it is. Yeah. It's, it's real, but it yeah. sort of real. This C.S. Lewis, what, what, <laughs> what, what, it never makes sense to ask of something, is it real? Yeah. Only to, to ask of it, what sort of real thing is it? Yeah. So, uh, there are some flowers on the table here. That are, and in English, we might well say, are those real flowers? And, yeah. and I'm, yeah, I'm touching yeah. them now to see because often. They even fake ones look so realistic, but these, yeah, these feel like these are these are they real flowers. They but don't have water though. There's no water. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a bit of water. <laughs> yes. So they are, but not only are they real flowers, they're, they're real biological flowers as yeah. opposed to real <laughs> plastic flowers. Yeah. yeah. Plastic flowers are real. They're just not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that's quite enough. Thank yeah. you very much.